looking for a place, try it out. We're this is the Lydia house. Hallelujah. One more announcement I forgot. Synergy. Uh, we've been hitting that. I just want to say a few things about Matt. I'm really excited. He's sharing a word. He carries this message. This isn't just something that uh, he's teaching on. He really embodies uh, a message. Uh, of, it's awesome because Scripture tells us to earnestly desire to prophesy, right? So something that the Bible says to earnestly desire... Honestly, I want you to know if you're new to Communitas, this is a, a, a community that we really believe in the importance of, like Paul says, be zealous for the gifts of the Spirit. Why? The building up of the church. I want to say a couple things about Matt. One of the things I really appreciate about Matt, Matt's been really a, a key part to the DNA and the establishing of Communitas as it is today. Some of you guys don't know who he is. Uh, he's been out in D.C. for some time, but when he was here, he was a leader, uh, deeply impacted my life. And I remember when he left uh, to take a, a new job there, he, he actually printed off, he typed out some prophetic words uh, for some different people. And I remember actually it was within the last couple months me revisiting that word and really finding strength from the words that Matt had spoken over my life and really grabbing a hold of, as Paul even told Timothy, to lay hold of these things and give yourself to these words. And so it's tremendous honor to have you back, Matt, just to share. Um, he taught a couple years ago at the Holy Spirit Conference on this topic, and so I know you're going to be blessed. So let's just stretch out a hand and pray for Matt. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the spirit of prophecy that's the testimony of your son. God, we just thank you for who Matt is in the Lord. But more importantly, God, more than what he does, who he is as your son. And we just pray, God, for hearts to be open to receive all that you have for us. Holy Spirit, go anywhere yet, Clint. I got a word for you. But first, okay, I'm Matt, by the way. So, what I'm going to be doing tonight is I'm going to be teaching you guys how to give prophetic words that comfort people, build them up, and encourage them. There you Those are that's the that's what we're we're learning on tonight. Okay, now I believe that prophetic words also involve correction, direction, and warning. But that's a different category of the prophetic. Those are for people who are prophets or who are... What we're going to talk about today is the other level. This is the Yay. fun level. The fun level is the encouraging, comforting, and building up those words. Now, I have a confession to make. This is something you don't want to do in the prophetic. What's that? I'm not wearing twins. That's true. Other than that. But Clint and I have not always seen eye to eye on everything. <laughs> it's weird. So, we both have strong opinions, and we're both, we both think we're equally right, but it does. <laughs> so, so, there was a retreat, right? And so, Clint and I had had some personal issues between us that we hadn't resolved yet because of my own immaturity and my fan at a retreat that we had. And so, what I did is I gave that word. But the problem was, is that my heart wasn't pure towards Clint at that time. Because of that, the word that I gave Clint was heard was right, and it was accurate. But because there was an issue between Clint and I, it wow. came off as wrong and even manipulative. Now, I've, I've repented to Clint for that, but I'm repenting again, and I'm telling you this because that's one aspect of the prophetic. How we carry our heart towards each other. Because you can have an absolutely right-on prophetic word. But because your heart is not right towards that person, it will not have the impact that God wants it to have. So, I'm going to just... Let me say this too. I, one of the things I love, and this is even true of what, last week or was it two weeks ago that we, we had some conflicts at Communitas? Yay! Oh, Yay! 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 Okay, okay. Hallelujah. One of the things I appreciate about Matt is, is many times we came to each other about things and we didn't 
suppress that stuff. And guess what happened? We were able to connect. And our unity, I was even telling this when he came in. I said, bro, I just feel like our unity isn't threatened anymore because it's not this superficial, we agree with everything. We're, we're united in Christ. And it's the spirit of God. And it's the truth of who Jesus is in both of our lives that allows us to work that stuff out. And I want to tell you, one of the greatest gifts you can have in your life is someone who sees something differently. Because I think one of the great anointings in the prophetic is humility, and, and Matt's modeled that for me. And So, preach. <laughs> so, the word I have for cleanse um, is actually a very simple word. And I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I have, a, I have a few words for people. So, I'm going to give those words. And then, so I'm going to do, and then we're going to talk a little, and then we're going to do. Then I'll talk, and then we're going to do, and we're going to talk, and then we're going to do. Because yeah? actually, because you're all adults, and adult learners, you learn the best by doing, not by listening. You learn the best by doing. Did you know that? Because that's your adult learners. Okay, so Clint, here's the word I have for you. Band of brothers. That's all I have. Get it? That's all I have. Now, I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. I asked the Lord when I got it, what does that mean? And how did I receive it? I was praying and I was saying, Lord, is there any words you want me to give to anybody here at this talk? Clint's face came to my mind as I was praying. I was like, Clint! <laughs> <laughs> because I dealt with the issue in my heart, so there was nothing. Like, If you know there's an issue in your heart still, when you think of someone, it goes, Rrr. that means you got an issue. Yes. <laughs> so, so Clint came and I went, yay! Clint's heart. Okay, then the phrase in my mind came, band of brothers. And then I asked, Lord, what does Band of Brothers mean? <laughs> what does Band of Brothers mean? You don't, now there's like three parts of a prophetic word. There's the actual word itself, there's the interpretation of that word, and then there's what to do with it. Some people call it the application. I got one of them. I got the word. Yay! But that's okay. Sometimes you only get one part. Now, I could make up an interpretation of that. But that would be wrong. I mean, I could say, yeah, I always get the interpretation and the application because I'm a big deal. I'm <laughs> but you don't want to do that because you want to just be honest and you just give the part that God gives you because we're a body of Christ. It's not like one man show, one guy does everything. So what I have is just that, band of brothers. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray, let's all pray now, and ask the Lord to give Clint an interpretation. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to just pray quick, and we're just, we're just we're going to trust that God's going to give it to him, and if anybody gets anything, just, Father, we just thank you for Clint, we thank you for his life. Father, we just ask for you to give the interpretation. You don't have to be stressed if you don't have every part of it, a prophetic word. People, and also, sometimes people think, if I give a prophetic word, it has to alter their entire destiny. <laughs> I have to tell them the next 20 years of their life. Most prophetic words are very simple. Some prophetic words do involve future prediction. Absolutely. But you don't have pressure to give a predictive word about what you're doing when you're prophesying is you're sensing the heart of God for that person right now. That's what you're doing. You're saying, God, what is your heart towards this person? And let me give you... Now, I want to clarify something because I've gotten some feedback when I speak on this. I do believe that sin is always confronted. And however, it's a question of who confronts and how and when. Seldom done through prophecy. Prophecy, but it's seldom done through prophecy. 
It's most often done if someone is prophetic and they're dealing with those issues, someone who's mature and has the authority of the leadership of that group to operate in that. So it's not somebody who just learned it that day. Does that make sense? <coughs> All sin is confronted, but it's typically done by the Holy Spirit. Confronted, but it's very seldom done by prophecy, and it's almost never done publicly. Mm-hmm. I've seen it done publicly before. I've seen prophetic people call people out of crowds and call out their sins. That's a real come-to-Jesus moment, right? Whoa! Okay, but usually what happens is fear takes over in the group if that happens. Okay, I've been in groups where that happens. Mm, awkward. If you ever see something negative in someone when you're prophesying, be the negative. I want you to turn that around, about to prophesy for someone, and you're sensing fear in the person's life, the opposite of fear. Love, trust, faith, you know, pick your name. They're all good, yes, you're right, all of you. So if you see something in someone that's not quite right, pray and speak out the opposite of that. Does that make sense? The Bible, when it says we move from faith to faith and glory, positive way to say it. You know what God could have said? You're moving out of ignorance from ignorance, out of darkness from darkness. But he says from faith to faith, from glory to glory. He's putting the positive (coughs) emphasis on it. God motivates us primarily through his kindness. That's what we're teaching you guys today, to be the kind, to be comforting, encouraging, and building up. You know why we need comfort? Because life is hard. People are discouraged. They're torn down. Life is hard. It's hard for all of us. All of us need these, and not like a one-time thing. I want to I stretch you guys to, to not view prophecy as like atomic bomb. I gave a prophecy. Bam! <laughs> Woo! Done! I want you to look at it. Strongholds in the Bible, they're, they're mindsets, okay? They're mindsets. Strongholds typically get built one stone or one brick at a time. They also typically get destroyed one brick or one stone. Every prophetic word that you give someone can be a stone that's broken off of that wall. That's good. Sometimes your prophetic word is sweet and it breaks like five bricks off. You're like, yeah, take that, five bricks, woo! But I see so many people get discouraged in the prophetic because they don't quote-unquote see results right away. I'm like, what results are you looking for? Their lives didn't change right then! Uh, if that was the criteria mm, for preachers when they preach a sermon, there'd be a lot of depression out there. You know what I mean? I want you to take a long-term, what I call attrition-based view of, stra- of uh, prophecy. Do it over and over and over and over and over. Just keep giving them. But what if they don't deserve it? Nah, nobody does. <laughs> what if they don't receive it? Nah, so what? Just keep giving them. Liz. <laughs> so, Liz, I got this word so you know, as I was sitting over there. Liz, you give encouragement away like candy. <laughs> you really do. What I did, what I saw is I saw a picture of you going around giving people lollipops. And some people are like, nah, I don't want the lollipop. And others are like, it's a really good lollipop. And then some people took it, some people didn't. But what I see, Liz, is that that is the heart of God for you. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And God just wants to make sure that you're, you stay on that track. So I just want to break off some negative words that I think have been spoken over you about that and lack of understanding of who you are in God. So we're just going to pray. Father, we just thank you for Liz. I thank you that she operates in that so strongly. Those encouraging prophetic words. Father, I pray that that would just grow and that would be strengthened and that would deepen. God, that you would give her even more accurate, more powerful, more anointed words from your heart for other people. 
that will yeah. extend your kingdom in the Father, I just break off the power of negative words over yeah. over her power that people who have not understood her, not appreciated her giftings or her broken off of her right now. And we speak just destiny over her. We, we just say, Liz, you're, yeah. you're great. We love your gifts. Keep using them. We just declare that in Jesus' name. And we're going, keep going, keep giving away those lollipops, Liz. Yeah. Do it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have another word, actually, that I don't have an interpretation to. It's okay. Sometimes you don't get them. It's okay. Kyle. Oh, by the way, Lydia and Kyle, congratulations. So I saw a picture of you, and you were sitting in a, a recording studio, and you had headphones on, and you were playing guitar, and there was sound anywhere in there. You were, like, what you were doing. Now, here's the temptation in a case like that. Because a lot of you know that Kyle is a musician, you might go, hey, that must mean God wants him to record a CD. I don't know that. I just know what I saw. So I don't want to jump to a conclusion that might not be what God says. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to do that. It's easy to get a word and then logically figure it out and go, oh, it must mean this. Well, it might not mean that. I don't know what it means. So, because interpretation is not logic, it's not analytical, it's from the Holy Spirit. So we let it rise up. And if you don't know, again, tell it up, just tell him you don't. <laughs> Kyle, I don't know! But, but Lord, let's just pray for him to, to get one. Lord, we just ask for you to, to, to speak to Kyle about that. Whatever that means for Kyle in this season, whatever it's going to mean in the future. Okay, one more thing. Um. Has anybody, I want to break off some stuff, just real quick before we get into this. Has anyone ever gotten, when I was talking about controlling or manipulative words, right now, so yeah. raise your hand again, if you feel like you've gotten a controlling prophetic word or manipulative word, wow. What's like an example? Okay, it's a word, like an example would be something where your will was usurped. You felt like you were not in control anymore. Because you still have a free will, we can choose not to follow God. We do it all the time, it's called sin. Okay, so, right? So when your will feels suppressed, like you have no chaff to go do this right now, let's say it's the Lord. You know, when you felt like there was an achiness or a taint or something doesn't... Okay, for on behalf of people who do prophetic ministry, I want to apologize for you if that is. And I want to break off the power of those. Everybody, raise your hand again. Let's lay hands on them. happen is your spirit can shut down to the Father right now. We just break off the power of those controlling, manipulative words in Jesus' name. Whatever source they came from, right now, Father, we release them. Any negative effects it's had on them, any negative effects it's had on their relationship with you, their understanding, openness to your spirit, their ability to receive love, their ability to receive revelation, we break it off right now in Jesus' name. Right now, I ask you to give everyone here grace so-and-so. From that word, from give that word in an incorrect, in an improper way. Every prophetic word that was wrong, given in the wrong way, in the wrong way, will give pure prophetic words to them. Promises from your heart to these dear, I can't prophesy. I can't hear from God. Let's just all renounce silly things like that. <laughs> Let's all just say we can hear from God. Let's say I can hear from God. 
John 10, 27 says, My sheep know my voice. You are a Christian, you hear from God, because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Come on. Oh. Come on. That's not my opinion, that's the objective word of God. So why don't you say that again? I can hear from God. I can hear from God. If I can hear from God... I can prophesy. But you know, prophecy can, can sometimes be kind of scary. So let's start out small. Let's start out by praying for people. Does anybody like praying for people? Yeah. It's not that scary, right? But they both start with E. So let's let's go with that. So what we're gonna do is you're gonna turn well, there's a lot of people here. You're gonna turn to someone next to you. You're going no before you Okay, what are you doing? You're going to pray for the person next to you for one minute. Pray whatever comes to your mind. Except things that are negative. Remember? Nothing negative. Whatever's coming to you. If it's an image, if it's a thought, if it's a memory, it doesn't matter. Just whatever is coming to your mind. Which, and the other person is going to pray for that person for a minute. You're just praying. Just praying. You have your eyes closed. No pressure. We're not prophesying yet. We're just praying. No big deal. Right? Okay. Are we ready for that? Everybody find a partner quick. You have five seconds to find a partner. Okay, everybody stop. It's okay, I know. You're up the whole Go ahead. Don't worry about it. Okay, hey. Okay, let's come back. Okay. Okay. So, if you can pray for someone, hey, how many of you received something when you're praying? Like you got an image or a picture or a thought or a verse or something? How many of you are surprised by that? Go ahead and be honest. <laughs> No, I'm not surprised. I that. <laughs> if you can pray for someone, you can prophesy for them. Okay, let me talk a little bit about how, how we receive communication from God. Talk. When you say, God spoke to me, sometimes we think of it in the wrong way. Has anyone ever seen the movie Transformers? Yeah. 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 Isn't that a great movie? Okay, if you haven't seen it, it's about uh, a bunch of us. Robot. Robots coming to Earth, and it's really cool. The first one, the second one. But okay, anyway. So one of the ro- one of the Autobots named Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the scene, his throat module was damaged, so he couldn't commu- he couldn't talk. The only way he could communicate with the character was through the radio, and he did it through a series of different radio broadcasts, different voices, different TV shows, different times, different things. All of it. It wasn't quite clear English, but the message still got across. Most of the time, the way God communicates to us is a lot like that. It's a stray thought here. It's verses here. It's a sermon that you heard preached a long time ago. It's wisdom you heard from your parents back then. It's a memory you have of someone else. It's a song that comes to your head randomly. It can be a feeling. The messages and the communication that God gives to us it's very seldom in a conversation like this. Like, I say, hi, God, good morning, how are you? Well, Matthew, I'm doing quite well, how are you? <laughs> People who are in prophetic ministry often give the impression that they have a hotline to God. That's, that's not how you're receiving the communication. What happens is people become so used to receiving subtle impressions the so number one way God speaks to us outside of the word of God is through subtle impressions. But people get so used to them and operating in subtle impressions, they just say, well, the Lord said this and this and this, and people are like, oh my God, 
gosh, this guy's like a ninja in the spirit. <laughs> or in fact, all he is is he's just trained his spirit to recognize when God's speaking. So, does that help you? Does that make a little more sense? You know what an internal image is? A picture. When I say I have a picture, like I, I said that for Liz and Clint, everybody picture an apple in your head right now. A red apple. Yep. Do you guys all see it? That's what I mean by a picture. Now, some people get visions, like open visions. Like, they literally see a vision. Some people have angels. Hey, cool. Some people see pictures on people. They see words on people. Some people see colors. Some people have smells or they have feelings and they know what it means. It doesn't really matter. There's a, you know how many, the, the ways that God can speak to us are so varied because we're so varied. God is going to speak to you in a way that you will understand. Does that make sense? But now sometimes when God speaks to us in a way that we understand, when we try to translate it for someone else, we can get confused. I got a word one time from a guy and he's like, Stand up, young man. And I'm like, all right. By the way, you don't have to make people stand up when they have a word. It's just, but okay. you don't. You don't have to do it. Anyway. So I'm sitting there. He's like, you. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. I, I, you're gonna be called. You're called to be a pastor. And I was in college. I was like, I'd rather die. <laughs> just be honest. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna be a pastor. So I probably should look into seminary. <laughs> no. So what I did is I went up to him after because that didn't feel right to me. Every prophetic word that you get from someone, you have permission to weigh and judge. In fact, you you're not there just you have permission, go. you're commanded to. Yeah. 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 We have to discern and weigh whether we think, one, it's of God, two, how much of it is of God, and what I'm supposed to take from it when. So anyway, I go up to this guy, and I'm like, uh, that word didn't really sit right with me. I don't think that was quite accurate. He was a little taken aback, because I was like, you know, 19, and he was like, well, he's like, well, I saw an image of you, and you were up in front of people, and you were teaching and preaching the word of God. I said, well, wait a minute. So you never actually heard that I was supposed to be a pastor? He goes, well, no, but what else could that possibly mean? I'm like, nah! Nah! You assumed! And at that time, I was in charge of a campus ministry where I was up in front teaching and preaching the word of God. Did God ever say to that man that I was going to be a pastor? No. Did he assume that? Yeah. Yes, he did. Common mistake, really simple mistake to make in the pause of a lot of criticism of the prophetic is that someone sees an image and they interpret, oh, it must mean they're a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't mean they're a pastor. What the man should have said is, I see you teaching and preaching in front of people the word of God. And I would have went, yes, correct, good word. Does that make sense? Okay, does that make sense? We want to make sure that when we get something, we're just saying, okay, uh, this is what I'm seeing. And we just be open and honest. We don't have to be spiritual. We don't have to be, like, defensive. In fact, I like to dialogue with people when I give them words. Like, did that make sense to you? Like, because maybe it didn't. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Like, I'm not afraid to make mistakes because I make them all the time. Because the level that I'm teaching you, again, building people up, encouraging them, comforting them. Like, the worst that you can do is comfort them, encourage them, build them up in the wrong area of their life. <laughs> well, the Lord wasn't really saying anything, but you're now encouraged. I guess a little tragic. <laughs> That's horrifying. How dare you bless me in something God wasn't blessing me? How dare you? You know what I mean? Like, that's the worst that can happen when you don't speak out negatives, you turn them into positives, and you focus on building people up, comforting them, and encouraging them. Hell, that. I mean, like, 
That simple. I like that. Okay, so one, not only do you have permission to do it, because having permission is great, but you're also able to do it. And God really wants you to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are so amped. Let's do exercise number two now. Okay, I love it. So what we're going to do, we're going to find another partner, okay, another person. There's a little confusion in the first one. So you're finding one person to pray with, to do the prophecy thing with. Then after that one is done, you're going to switch, and the person who originally received is going to... No, no, sorry. Same. So there's two people. One does one, then you switch, and the other does it. Same Wait, two people. The same as last time. No, not same as last time. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Pick your, I don't care. You're free. You're free to do whatever. So here's the instructions. Everyone knows so important. Okay. You're going to pray for them or prophesy. I'm going to give you the option. If you want to step into the boat and just start prophesying, go for it. But if you still need to pray for them, that's fine. I don't, you know, whatever. You're going to have two minutes this time. But I want you to have your eyes open. Instead of, now, this time, instead of just speaking out the first thing that you get and just saying it out, kind of a stream of consciousness, I want you to hold and wait. So if you get an image or you get something, I want you to wait and see if God gives you any more. Because very often, when I was starting in this, I just spoke out anything. Ah, ah, ah. And then eventually, God was like, wait, I haven't actually got to the point of what I was trying to say yet. That was just the like precursor. Oh. And so I want you to wait. So the first minute, you're just going to pray and try to sense God's heart for the person. Only building up, encouraging, and comforting. Nothing negative, remember? Yep. So for the first minute, you're just sensing the heart of God. The second minute, you speak it out. Are we ready? You do have to keep your eyes open. I know, it's going to be a stretch because some people don't like to do that. But you're going to do it, it's going to be fun. Alright, everybody find a partner. Okay, guys, everybody, stop what you're doing right now. No more problems dying. Okay. Wasn't that fun? Okay, now, by this point, some of you are like, wow, I'm, I'm doing it. Some of you are like, I'm so frustrated, I want to leave right now. <laughs> Why did I come to this? Okay. So, I want to, uh, for those of you who are struggling with this, and you're like, ah, this is weird, this is hard, okay. This For some of you, this is probably totally new. And have you ever done, have you ever, ever done a new exercise that you've never tried before? How fun is our exercise? Or a new a new skill, something new that you've never done before and it's really hard. Yep. Isn't it kind of awkward? Yeah. But let's, let's try um, If a child is given a bicycle for the first time and he doesn't quite know how to ride it, uh, do we yell at that person for not being able to ride the bike? We go, hey, you're a kid. You should know how to do that. What's wrong with you? Dumb kid. Just go do it. You gotta do that. Because it takes time to train yourself to be able to do this. And for some of you, this is completely new. So give yourself a lot of grace. Amen. Some people have been doing this for a long time, so it's like, oh. I Okay, here's, here's a funny thing. A couple weeks ago, I went to a prophetic art class. <laughs> if you know me well, that's why you're laughing. Okay, so in this class, it was taught by some people who go to Bill Johnson's church in, in Reading. And, and they go out and they're like, okay, so we're going we're gonna to sense the heart of God. And then we're going to paint it. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> that is totally out of my box. I've never done this before. I do prophecy. But I don't do this prophetic art thing. Like, hey, man, prophetic art? What? Okay. So I'm sitting there, right? And everybody's doing it. And I swear, for the first five minutes, I sat there and I did nothing. I was just like, 
<laughs> and then I looked around, and it seemed like everyone else was getting it, and I wasn't, and I was like, am I dumb? I hate this, I want to leave, this is dumb. Yeah, I was like, okay, God, just... <laughs> and then I did, and it was fun! So, it was okay. But my point is, I know what it's like to do new things in the spirit. It's awkward, but you guys can do it. So if you're having a struggle with this, don't get down, don't get discouraged, just keep going. Okay. Now, by this point, some of you are probably realizing it's kind of hard to phrase prophecy, isn't it? It's like it's kind of hard to know like how to say it. Like you're getting it, you're like, well, this this thing, and I I got it, and I don't know what to say. <laughs> so sometimes God gives us most of the words that we're supposed to say. Like we have just kind of a sense that, of what the words. Sometimes He gives us some of the words. But then we give the rest of it. Sometimes we just get like a general theme or an understanding in our spirit, and we actually give the language to it. God doesn't give us any of the language to use. We actually give the language. And you're like, I don't have any word. I have nothing to say. But you know what God is for the person, so then you speak that out. Styles you can use. You can start out by saying God, like God is doing this in your life. You can give the God tagline if you want. Okay, but that doesn't work real well, like, sometimes on the street or at work, you know, like, you know, get fired, things like that. Okay? So you can also give it in just a statement. Like, you know, for example, if somebody, you, you sense that God is really working hope in that person, okay, you can say, God is working hope in you. I see God just raising hope in you. You can say it like that. Or you can say, hope is coming to you. I just see hope coming to you. Or you can also phrase it more of a testimonial. You can say, you know, when I'm around you, I'm filled with hope. I'm just filled with hope when I'm around you. I found actually that style, the testimonial style, is really effective for those who don't know the Lord. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're sensing, you're sensing what they carry, what their potential is in God, and you speak that out. Should we try again? Okay, so that's the style. Well, we're going to go there. But there's a style. So those are just kind of some styles that you can do. There's no right or wrong way to do this. There's no one style that's right. The way I gave words to Clint and Liz and Kyle, style in the prophetic, okay? It's not right or wrong, okay? It's just a style. And what I want you guys to do is just find the, the most natural way that God comes through you. Because then it's authentic. Then it's you. You don't have to be me. You want. You were made for you. Does that help? Yeah. What's up, man? Well, I'll just add to it that we each um, have an impact to our friends. God will co-opt that and will we'll use that to get to live. I might say something for my friend that says dude and man a lot. I might right. not. Right. Yep. And that's just a style thing. And some people use King James when they prophesy. Like, they'll say it the Lord and stuff like that. Say it the Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can do that. And, and what I like to do, because what we're really doing right now, it, when we're sensing the heart of God, is we, we are communicating our understanding of what God is saying. Does that make sense? We're not talking, we're not saying that what we're saying has the authority of Scripture. In the New Testament, the prophetic is clearly under the apostolic, and it's under the authority of Scripture. Paul says, prophet, let him acknowledge that what I'm saying is true. That's Paul, that is Paul demonstrating his authority as an apostle, over the prophetic and the authority of scripture over New Testament prophecy. Mm -hmm. 
you would like to know more, Wayne Grudem's book, The Gift of Prophecy, is an amazing book. Actually, if you are, if you're interested in more of a theological backing for all of this, this is the gold standard. Wayne Grudem, The Gift of Prophecy, edition two thousand. Okay. Any other, any other questions on that? With, with he, he wrote our systematic theology at Northwestern. He would. He would. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I didn't mean to be a shameless plug for that. Okay. So here's a, here's a mnemonic device that the Lord gave me when, when we're deciding what we share with someone when we get a prophetic word. Would you like me to share? Snap. Snap. Everybody snap. Snap. Okay. Snap stands for some, none, all, or part. Okay. And, and some of you are now going, wait, what's the difference between some and part? Yes, absolutely. Because it fits the word. Otherwise, it would be like nap or sap. So snap sounded better. That's why. There's no other reason for that. Okay, so sometimes... No, that's really... That's the long and the short of it. Okay. It sounded better. Okay, so sometimes what God gives us when, when we're trying to get a word for someone, sometimes what he gives us, we don't share... God doesn't actually release us to share any of it. Getting a prophetic word is always permission to pray, but it's not always permission to speak. So whenever you're sensing somebody something from God for that person, you always have permission to pray. But you want to wait until the Holy Spirit gives you a release before you actually say anything. So sometimes you're not sharing anything. Sometimes you're sharing some. I started with none, didn't I? That's weird. Some. Sometimes you're only sharing some of it. Yeah. Sometimes you're only sharing a little bit of it. Maybe he only maybe he gives you a bunch, but he only shares a little bit. This often often happens as you guys start out in this, because when you start out in this stuff, people do what I call snorkeling in the prophetic. When you snorkel in the you know snorkeling, you only go down like this far, a couple feet. When you only go down so far in someone's heart, you oftentimes see negative things. That's why it happens so often in the prophetic that people speak out negative things. I see fear all over you. I see this all over you. It's like okay, yes. But that's surface stuff. We want to go deep into the heart of God and where that, where God is taking that person, not just where they are now. We want to know where God is taking them. So we don't want to just see the negative because that's the surface stuff. That's not where the gold of their heart is. The gold of their heart is deep. So and a lot of times what God gives you what I call background information, it's all the negative stuff. All that negative stuff is background information. It's like, okay, they struggle with this, this, and that. That is to break my heart for that person so I have compassion in order to speak life to them. Yes. Background information on someone, the negative stuff, the things they've struggled with. God might give you stuff about their past, and some of it's very painful. And most of it is never to be shared with classified information. I mean, this is this is their life. This is Notice your heart starts breaking for them. And your emotions to the Holy Spirit. So you get these words and you go, oh God, wow. What do you have to build that person up? And the love of God flowing in you, then you start getting the of that. You don't speak into the negative stuff. Because I'll tell you this, people not particularly insightful when you say, hey, you're a basket case. But I told you that? Thanks, I already knew that. Glad I came to church. Coming again. You know? Because that's what a lot of prophetic people do. They think that's really prophetic. I used to think that. Then I grew up. Throw evil off people's lives. You want to destroy discouragement. You want to destroy. Sometimes he wants you to share all of it. All that he gives you, all the inc- the comforting, encouraging things. What's out? Uh, uh, snap. Remember snap? Snap. Yes, sir. Some, some, none, none 
Oh, or part. Okay. Okay. Do another exercise. Do we feel like we can? Awesome. So this one, we're gonna do. This is. Can we do a little longer one now? Wait, what time? So. Yeah, we're gonna do it one more, and then we're gonna debrief a little bit. So we're gonna do this one. Two again. Three. Okay, we'll so, again, find one other person. It can be the same or different, I don't care. Find one other person. It's going to be for three minutes. For the first two minutes, either one or two, two minutes, we're going to sense the heart of God for that person. And we're going to try to get the theme of what God is saying. We're going to remember snap, some, none, all, or parts. We're going to remember the different God is doing this in your life. Hope is rising in your heart. I see this, or I feel this, or I experience this when I'm around you. Okay. Yep. And then we're going to shoot it out. And then at the end, the very end, we're going to ask each other for feedback. We're going to just say, what of that made sense to you? Hey, are we bold enough to do that? Because that's what feedback's really important because it helps you grow. So, okay. Actually, you know what? That's what we'll do. We'll sense God's heart for a minute, we'll speak for a minute, and we'll get feedback for a minute. Nice. Yes. Good partner. After you've switched, you get the feedback. For some of you, this is probably really fun and easy. I was like, well, I can do this all day. Some of you, this still might be a struggle. Again, it's okay. Okay. If if you if it was hard, if this, I don't feel like I'm getting anything, it's okay. Here's one tip I have for you. If if you're praying for someone and you just don't send, okay, God, do you have a Bible verse for them? In fact, that's one, I should, I was going to mention it earlier, I lost the page, I apologize. So, um, that's actually one of the easiest ways to give a prophetic word, is ask the Lord what Bible verse he wants to just speak over them. There's also another really fun one, is ask the Lord what gift, oh, uh, sorry, what fruit of the Spirit he's working in them at the Love, joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, self-control. And if you ask those questions, I mean, you might be sitting there, and here's the, the reason I say that is because sometimes when people come up for prayer ministry or something, yeah, I got nothing for you. And they're like, yeah, I So what I do in cases like that is I don't make up something. I just go, okay, God, not sensing any prophetic word, but what, what truth do you have? Because the Bible is always true. So what verse do you have that you want me to pray on? So was this fun? Amen. I know this was stretching. I, there's ridiculously chaotic. Um, I, I'll, I'll more people than I thought it would be, but this is something that you guys can do. Yes. Very good. It's practice. Practice makes perfect. That's how you get better. You just get better. You just continually ask the whole Again, nothing negative. Oh, I see the application now. Okay, nothing negative. I'm not saying that negative things don't exist. I'm not saying that people don't struggle with things. I'm not saying that there's not majors. I'm not saying we ignore that. I'm saying this is not the way we address What we're addressing when we're doing these words is there are other other methods, other giftings, other approaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to say, I want to just encourage you in something the Lord put on my heart two years ago. Uh, two years ago, like, Lord, what do you want me to give them for gifts? I felt like he wanted to make it personal. And, like, even when we give gifts to people that, like, a prophetic word is a gift, and I felt like the Lord say, and I'm not saying that this is like do, but this is just an idea, is I said, Lord, I want to type out a word for each of my siblings. Or bless them more than any of the material gifts I gave them. I'm giving them something from my heart. So, along with that, you might it blesses them more than you know, I'm sure. So. Yeah.
by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. Why, even if what you're receiving from the Lord, you never give. And let's just bless them right now. Father, right now, everyone here, we lift up those people. Grace right now. That word Clint had, grace. We, we did something I have for you guys, so... So, Father, whoever's a prophetic intercessor in here, Lord, I just pray that you would just confirm that. So, Father, we just ask you to speak right now. Um, I have a present for you. I hope I brought enough. I heard the word 15 from the Lord. This is Bill Johnson's wife, Bill's wife. So, if you don't have a book on intercession. Prophetic intercession. Intercessors are people who are primary calling is prayer. Yeah, it's an understanding of what to pray. And if you are a prophetic intercessor, you may be extremely inspired. You may walk into a store or an area and go, oh my gosh, what's going on right now? Even that gift does not have to be primarily negative, and this book will help you. If you have the book already, if you have the book already, if not, um, let's start passing them out, and then... Um, We'll put in Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to most of you and those who I didn't bring enough for. I apologize. Sometimes I miss it. I get the numbers wrong. I'm you guys are incredibly blessed. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Does anybody have a word for Matt to encourage him and comfort him? Does anybody have one? I'm not saying I do. I'm just throwing it out there. Prophecy isn't flimsy. It's not just for fun. Like Paul says to Timothy, he says, don't neglect the gift that's in you, which is given to you by prophecy. With the I encourage you guys, if you got a word tonight that really blessed you, write it down. I actually keep a pretty extensive journal book with all the words. So those days where you're not feeling really, you know, built up, you can revisit the things that God's already spoken and stir yourself up in them. Amen. And so uh, let me just pray over the night. And then what we're going to do is this will be, Paul, you want to say something first? Yes, it's going around. There's two. Okay, hold on, quick. Just so you know, there's three things going around. One for the email for the update. One is for the synergy class on Sunday nights in January, and the other one is for the book 
If you feel like you're a prophetic intercessor and there wasn't a copy that made it to you, okay? So has everybody got that? There's three handouts. If any of those are for you and they don't get to you, they will be on the table afterwards. Okay, so here's the deal. Right now we're going to break. Question. The newbie sign up is a white sheet right there. Okay, great. And if, and if you're not new and you're not getting the email, same sign up, okay? And then what's going to go on is Paul in like three minutes is going to take anyone that's new and that has questions about Communitas, just wants to connect with Paul and Karen, ask any questions you want. He's going to meet right out here in this other room. Otherwise, there's going to be cake out there. And this room will be prayer and ministry. We'll set a limit. People will be hanging out for a while. So you're free to do that if you want to talk. We're going to work out there, head out there. Let's just give Matt a, a thank you. And Father, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you that you have encouraged us, comforted us, and built us up with your word. God, I just pray that you continue to stir up the gift of prophecy in the lives and hearts of your people. God, that we might be those that bring life and hope and speak truth to all of those that we encounter, God. That we might be the hope to this, this world that we are surrounded with, Lord. So go with us. Father, I ask that you would release your grace upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So thanks for coming. Those of you guys that are new, uh, if you didn't get to sign up, they'll be around. If you want prayer from Matt or anyone else, feel free to do that.